Good morning, everyone, listeners. What is up? It is your girl, Elizabeth Richardson, here. I'm just really excited this morning, and I thought I would do a podcast episode as I go um, drive into my morning meeting. How boss does that sound, you guys? Um, I'm just really grateful this morning that... I'm noticing how I'm blooming as a person, and each day is completely different. If you listen to Jaylee and I's life last podcast, like, her her words just resonate so deeply with me that I don't even think she realizes how much I'm learning from her. Um, just, just her as a person, and it's beautiful. And so... And she was talking about those days where you, that you might just not, it just might not work for you. I haven't, I hadn't hit those, you know what I'm saying? Because I had not experienced that. And I don't know if her talking about it triggered it. I'm still working through it myself this week as it's Thursday. And like, I was so excited about all these meetings I had planned, you guys. And then, you know, um, one of my morning meetings canceled because of a work interference and then I just wasn't vibing my my second one and 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 then my my later one had to reschedule with a um, conflict and just had a communication alignment issue because she was on messenger and and I hadn't given her my number and just you know things that I'm learning that quickly as, as you know things that I'm reflecting on for instance um with that situation, basically making sure that I get their name and their number immediately, um, locking that number that, and on top of the appointment. So that's just a small tidbit. But, you know, then that, that trickled into my Wednesday, and it was just me, you guys. It wasn't the people I was seeing. I don't know. I'm working through it, like I said. But then it trickled into my Wednesday, and I was like, I'd rather just relax and not really do much, you know, and it just really kind of fucked with my mindset, and I wasn't expecting that. I was trying to shake it, you know? I'm like, I'm about to get ready. I'm about to go do this. This is what I'm about to do. I'm getting all pumped, and I'm like, nope, <laughs> you're not. <laughs> you're not doing it, and I was just like, wow, the mind is so powerful. It can really put you in a placement where you don't want to be, and I'm like, damn. Okay, so today is Thursday, and I'm aligned for my my meetings. I'm excited. I'm meeting Debbie Peters this morning, and Debbie just, like, she just awakens my soul. I'm just, I'm so excited to sit down with her. I'm getting there early. Um, that's, like, my, my like, okay, so I'm the type of person, like, with my friends, they're like, oh, I'll be there in a minute, and I'm, like, just chilling, relaxing, mosey, okay? And then... I started, you know, being on time, like right on time. And I'm like, okay, this is good. I'd like to be on time. And it was like kind of awkward for me, you guys, at the beginning. Because I'd be like, if I had a 9 a.m. meeting, for example, I'd be there like, you know, a couple minutes before 9. And I would still be anxious. And so I I didn't like that. So I started working more on my own boss. I make my own schedule so I can, if it's at nine, for example, I drop my daughter off at school between 8.10 and 8.20 and I live in Toledo so there's only like 20 minutes distance between anywhere you have to go 
in the area. Trust and believe. So, it literally takes me 20 minutes to get there. So, I'm like about 10 minutes early. That way, I can kind of navigate where I feel most comfortable sitting and someone else isn't making that judgment for me. Um, but I do have really great friends that actually will get there even more than 10 minutes early. That's what I freaking love about like the people that I'm surrounding myself with. They're making me a better person. The people that I'm curating in my social feed that I'm, it gives me more time to talk to people that actually have an interest of what I have an interest of and I can relate to them and we can make connections and we can make referrals and, and it just, it works really good. So you guys make sure you're curating your social feed. What is your theme? Cause now that I've started to do that, I've been able to like reach out to people who, who are interested, who can bring value to me and I can bring value to them as well. So that makes me feel really great. And also this podcast makes me feel really great. I truly appreciate Anchor because literally um, this is a great way for me to have my own personal therapy in a free way. I really, this is a blessing Anchor. If you listen to my podcast, you listen through any data Anchor, you are bringing blessings to me. Um, Elizabeth Richardson, mother of one in a relationship and following Christ's path like this is my my journey and so talking about journey doing this podcast has really made me open up more the work that I'm doing on myself is making me become more authentic where people are noticing they are really supportive and I don't know if I need to think that to to God, to to the fact that I'm pushing myself to personally develop, whatever it is. But I myself, whatever it is that I'm pushing myself in, um, it's working. It's bringing people that are supposed to be within communicating and enriching each other's lives it's divine intervention so i really love the energy of people that i am surrounding myself with so thank you guys for all of the support that you're giving me in being myself gosh that feels good to say like thank you for letting me for accepting me for exactly who i am um I might wear makeup, but that's the only thing I'm hiding. And that feels so good, you guys. And I want you guys to feel that way as well. So, I am offering a mentee to mentor. Mentor to mentee. It's a great relationship building. And if you have questions about it, you can email me at findyourstyle.life. And that is at gmail.com. I am doing this because a lot of people out there aren't knowing and living in their purpose. And I want to be your motivation and added dose. I'm not going to be your full motivation. That would be a lie. But I want to be the added value, the connection, the marketer, 
to show you, you know, the, the tips, ways to go about it that will save you time and frustration. So that is mentor to mentee. It's mentorship that I'm offering. It's on my website, findyourstyle.life. That's F-I-N-D-Y-O-U-R-S-T-Y-L-E dot L-I-F-E. That will lead you to my website where you can go to the mentee to mentorship. And it's $20 a month, you guys. It makes a monetary value on your purpose and allows you to grow in your purpose, to find your purpose, to uncover things about yourself you would never think of or you thought of and you aren't working it. You're not you're not living your purpose, basically. That is what I am that's another service I'm offering. And so yes. That is an exciting thing that I'm realizing about my own purpose is to bring a community together as well as to pour into other people and then pour into me as well and bring value to both individuals. It's a win-win. And that's how you really have to look at it when it comes to walking in your purpose. Um... Yeah, so you guys, I'm here at my destination. I'm about to get out and find a cozy booth here at the local Panera while I have my meeting soon. And you guys, just live within yourself. Really listen. Take time to slow down. Um, This month of March is roots for me. So really getting down to the nitty-gritty of myself, of the people I surround myself with, of my heritage with my family, getting closer to my parents, really taking more time to slow down, appreciate, and, and walk in it, you guys. That's what it takes, but we're not doing it. You guys, we are not doing it. And if you're ready to do it, you guys, hit me up. Let's have a conversation. Before anything else, let's have a conversation, you guys. You can find me on social media under Elizabeth Richardson on under findyourstyle.life. If you're looking on Instagram or going on my website, you can just type in findyourstyle.life. And if you want to add me on Snapchat and chat with me, that's whatever works for you. Snapchat and uh, Twitter are findyourstyle number two. So, you guys, thank you so much for joining me in another podcast here with Project Liz. I look forward to speaking with you guys soon. Love ya. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the findyourstyle.life 
Project Liz Behind the Scenes Podcast. I am founder Elizabeth Richardson. I'm excited to bring you my connections in my network, my tribe that I've formed, and my passions and the steps I'm taking, as well as the behind the scenes of my family, the things we're doing, the crazy things, all the excitement and laughter and memories I want to create with my family after taking that big leap um, into doing my own thing. So I am excited to connect with you. So connect with me on social media. You can type in findyourstyle.life. That's F-I-N-D-Y-O-U-R-S-T-Y-L-E dot L-I-F-E. That's our website as well. And you can catch us on Twitter, on Instagram, and all those great social media outlets. But definitely like our page on Facebook. Type in that if you're following and make sure you subscribe to our channel that you're listening to for your favorite podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Find Your Style Project Liz podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Richardson, here today at Fangwonder Farms here in Holland, Ohio. If you don't know them, they are an unexpected natural herb farm that everyone should go and visit their website. But the most important thing that's going on today is I brought my friend here with me, Stephanie. She is your financial friend when it comes to financial empowerment. So I will introduce you to Stephanie here and we can kind of talk to you about how we met and why I have her on my podcast here today. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I um, really love the store. Guys, you have to come down to visit. It is phenomenal. And she has provided me with the cutest little snacks. I'm eating P.O. Remix right now. It's delicious. You guys have to try it out. You can tell them how to get this. So if you hear me munching, just know that I am trying P.O. Remix. <laughs> yes. So we are working on here at Fingwinter Farms um, a dry, natural fruit mix that have a little extra goodies like the nuts, the things you might need, like doctor's orders or um, sweet, savory, and sour. So you have a little bit of things that you normally don't get in your normal trail mix that you find at the store. And you can get it here, and we will be having it online shortly come spring. But Stephanie is getting the first peek, so you guys should be jealous. Be jealous. It is delicious. <laughs> so um, Stephanie and I met at a women's networking event, the Toledo Talk Tales. And the cool thing about this is... I told you guys about my experience with Toledo Talk Tales. Um, and so as soon as I walked in, you guys, I told you my full experience. It's on a previous podcast, so I won't go down that um, road right now. But Stephanie and I met as soon as I walked into the door. I sat at a table that was close to the presenter, which was Stephanie. And we started talking about how she needs help with her style. And then I found out that she is the financial empowerment person to go to. So what I really loved the best thing is that she broke it down into terms that I could really understand. I have no finance background. I have a little bit with my executive MBA, but when it comes to the goals that I have, they're very large. And that's the way they should be. <laughs> and that's why I need someone like Stephanie that can really just flat out tell me A to B to C to D, and I'm not going on a trail of where is A to C. I understand completely. I understand my own finances. So that's where we're kind of jumping into because I reached out to Stephanie. We had a one-to-one, -one, and I want to improve my finances, and that's why she's here to talk to all of us um, 
about that, but first off, about who she is. You had a question for me? Um, yeah, so what um, credentials do you have and where is your degree from? Um, I have a bachelor's degree from the University of Indianapolis. Um, it's international business with a minor of economics and finance. I have a second, uh, a master's from the European University. I got it in Europe. I grew up in Europe. That's awesome. Um, in just general business administration. And okay. then I have a second master's in finance from Strayer University when I was living in Florida. So she has a passion for numbers. I love numbers. Because... <laughs> Because I, I've never heard of so much passion behind numbers. Like, both my parents are accountants. They went to school at University of Toledo for accounting. But it, accountants love numbers. Right, right. Oh. But, like, <laughs> your, your passion for it, it really shows. That's oh, what I want to say. You. Yes. So, um, you really focus on women. Yes. So, um, recently, I started looking into why I do what I do before I kind of just did it because it seemed natural. Mm -hmm. um, but there's um, a book, you know, from Simon Sinek, Find Your Why. Um, I took a class with a local um, Connex Nation. Um, okay, yes, Debbie Peters. Has, right. Awesome. Which, and uh, Chrissy Vadness is the instructor. Yes. And they kind of went into it. I'm also working with um, Brandy Valerius at Black and White. Um, and she also helped me. Okay. into it and as I was you know working through it I kind of found out that there were different parts of my life where um, it really impacted me the situations that women I loved and trusted and admired found themselves in mm -hmm. uh, they didn't put themselves in there but they found themselves in there right that position um, one of the most impactful is you know when I was 22 years old I was living with my adoptive mom and um, we were a well-to-do family uh, she had a business. She had it with her um, significant other for 16 years, right? They grew it up from wow. nothing together. Uh, and he had cancer. So as he was going through his um, cancer treatments at the hospital, he realized that it was, you know, not long before he was going to pass on. And he called up a lawyer and put the business in his son from his previous marriage's name. The day after he passed away, the son called my mama and he said, you're no longer a part of the business, you're out. Wow. So within a day, 16 years of working for a business and... It ends up being, to be nothing. Yeah. Now, granted, it was in Greece, so, you know, there are some laws that would prevent that from happening here. Um, but it was just, like, the look on her face, which was really... Uh, left an imprint on me, um, fear, not knowing what to do, and she had kind of thought of her business as her retirement vehicle, and she's like, well, I haven't really done that much else, you know, I always thought I'd have that income come in, I always thought that... That safety that, was yeah. that. Um, she's Because, you know, you, as entrepreneurs, we're like, well, it, it's so much safer to have a business because your employer could fire you at any moment. But, you know, so she was like, well, I'm an entrepreneur. I, I thought that what I was okay. Mm -hmm. And I realized that there is that big discrepancy between, like, even entrepreneurs that aren't saving because you never know with your business. Right. That's very I mean, true. You're... Wood, I want you to be successful. I want you to have everything. But mm -hmm. there are situations where you need to have a backup plan. Right. Right? Um, Alternate vehicles. Right. So that was one of them. And I think that's the most powerful one for me that really got me into like wait a minute it, it's so important to uh, know what's going on in your finances uh, protect yourself and I know that's a, a unique situation 
but it happens. It brought about me starting to get into personal finances, and then once I got into personal finances, and I saw how how many women uh, were not, <coughs> excuse me, you know, included in the financial aspect of their families. Like fifty six percent of women leave it to their husbands or their uh, business partners just because they think that that uh, they know better. I got gotcha. you. And so it was very important for me to be like, well. Let's educate you and right. you'll know better. That's and awesome. I don't want also the like it to be the opposite way where mm-hmm. only the woman is doing. Right. I want it to be a partnership where and even keel where they're all involved. Yeah. Or I mean, if you're a single woman, then you know what you know where right. you're going. But it's it's definitely just about empowering you to have the education, to have the knowledge, so you feel confident in the decisions you're making, and that you're protecting yourself. All that's the way awesome. I mean, that's the best thing. That's the best way to sum it up. Like having that confidence. Mm-hmm. Like, at first when me and you sat down, I automatically told you before I even, like, saw you face to face, I was like, I'm scared. Right. Like, the, this is something that I never thought I would be, you know, doing, especially as an entrepreneur. But now I have this larger-than-life goal that everyone, when I tell them what it is, they're, like, looking at me like, oh, okay. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, it's going to happen. Well, you know? when you told me, like, I want to be a multimillionaire by 35, if I remember correctly. Right. Yeah. My question to you, do you remember what it was? You, How many millions? Because multi Yeah. You literally, more, you, you so put, like, my mind on, like, I was like, okay, I need to go home and sit and think about this because, um, you know, I need to see the growth within the businesses I have and the innovations mm-hmm. I'm bringing to them. Okay, maybe it's not 3.5 million for just me. It's 3.5 million for Fang Boner, and it's, you know, 2.5 for find your style and you know just I was like this is a whole different world I was not expecting that question so I was like I have some things to talk to myself about and marinate on and then I will tell you today I did get into the email and I went to the pdf and I printed it because I want to see it you know in my hands because before it was like it was in my mind I was like I have to do this it has to be now it can't be a month from now it can't be six months from now it's like I need to look at this now because right, time passes so quickly mm-hmm. how many times have you looked up and been like oh my gosh five years passed like that Right. Or, you know, look at your kid. Look mm-hmm. at or look at your car that you invested in, you know that, or the phone that you still have. You know that's mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I missed four generations of the iPhone that came out because I have this one. You know, right. and at that time you could have been saving, you could have been money managing, you could have been thinking of smarter investments and ways to grow. And what I got from you is like, where is it coming from? And how am I going to get there? Not saying, oh, I can't get there and I, I don't know what to do. And, you know, going into my shell as a turtle, you know, <laughs> basically. Otherwise, coming out and being nosy and be like, "Where? how can I get fed? Right. You know, and how can I produce more and, and develop more and get wealth? I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad, like, that I came to this Leo Talk Tales event that day and that I got to talk to you and... I was, like, really listening, and I was, like, really paying attention. I'm like, okay, is this a job? Is this a business? Where can I? And then after I was able to, like, not necessarily close that door, but, like, put it on a break, I'm like, this can be on a break. I can move to here, and I can make this make perfect so that I don't have to go back and change it, and I can further on to this next stage so that I can go back and do this, and then just kind of wheels turning and more thinking of what it is I can do to be more successful. Thank you. So today, um, you did tell me a little bit about um, the Find Your Style. Correct. But I know that we said we were going to talk about 
um, the concept of saving money and how difficult it is for people. Right. Right? I think that's what we said. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> I kind of thought, and you know, guide me as you will. Yeah, absolutely. Um, to share just a couple of statistics about uh, where we are in America. And then um, hopefully you can also share. Yeah, my viewpoint. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so the average American has less than $400 in savings. I know we were just talking about multi-millions. Right. But I do want to bring that, you know, even if you're not there as a listener um, and you're starting somewhere smaller. Right. We have a guide and a path for you as well. Um, right now, I know we talked about during the Toledo Talk Tales, the emergency fund. Right. right. Do you remember anything about it? Um, Vaguely. So it's good to have three to six months of your income. Oh, right. Uh, or your expenses actually put aside so that in case anything happens, job loss, transmission blows, whatever, you're not going to a credit card where you're paying interest. Exactly. You, know, you have that money and you have that confidence to be like, you know, I have uh, what's needed to weather the storm of life. Right, right. right. And that's, um, not to interrupt you, but that's kind of where I was. Um, when I was working a full-time job and I knew that I wanted to go and be an entrepreneur, I was like, I have to be saving my money for up to, you know, six months to a year so that when I leave this job that pays me every two weeks a consistent income and I go out on my own, I have to fight. Right. And I didn't even know what it took. That's why I was like in such like for, well, I went to South America in October, came Ooh, back, um, Lima, Peru, <gasps> Santiago, Chile. Did you go to Machu Picchu? Yes, I went to Machu Picchu. <laughs> Guys, I'm screaming. It was so bad. It was incredible. I was gone for a little over two weeks. And then I came back, went to New York, got a little sick, and it was like then it was November, and then it was Christmas. So I'm like, I give myself three months, and I'm like, oh, this was not. <laughs> are you kidding me? And so then it took me to start this podcast actually like at the end of January and just really go out on my own and realize, okay, this is what I'm doing. I have to be my own boss. I have to make my schedule. Okay. If I want my my calendar full, I have to go out and interact. And I'm the introvert, so I'm like. Me too, me too. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I don't want to talk to these people, but I have to talk to these people. Mm-hmm. And it and it just so happens that, like, that's when the shift happened. Like, you've asked questions to me, you know, how do you prioritize your time between the businesses? And I'm like, I just go with the flow, but now I'm, like, more, I'm trying to work smarter. So if I work smarter and I make a kind of a calendar and adjustments how I want to, then I can really bring the wealth I want. And so it's really made me up to that point where I was like, oh my gosh, I don't have enough money. But like, I knew I had money, like I have money that can last me another four months, but that's not what I want to depend on. I don't want to depend on, okay, I have four months to be able to pay my bills. I don't want that. But what about after that? Like you want to start building that, your business? That's what I'm saying. Like, so like in that time, it's like, oh, that's why I'm getting to that sheet that I'm like, I have to do this <laughs> because I, I, when I got to that point, I was like, oh, this is not how I want to live. That's not how I want to be. I feel like I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Like I w- thought I was doing before. No, this is like the real deal. And I'm like, I have to look at these finances. Like my parents are accountants. I've always learned about money, loved certain aspects of it. But now it's like, okay, my reality is this. My goal is this. How does this work? Where are my phases? What are my steps to get to this goal? Instead of like swallowing myself and like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. I'm like, no. We're fighting. We're figuring this out, and that's where you come into play. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, definitely. We'll look. We'll see what you can do, what steps need to be made. Um, one of the things that you will have to do, though, of course, is replenish that emergency fund that you've exactly. been using. Exactly. You know? 
um, like I was saying, like 23% of Americans don't have even three months. So you're at four, so you're doing all right. Not great, but all right. Right. We need to, you know, replenish that and earn the income that you need to earn to be happy. Like you said, you know, you don't want to be living to paycheck to paycheck. You want to have affluence and abundance come into your life. Exactly. And you're open to receiving that, which is fantastic. Um, but the statistics show that, like, it's kind of scary that it's 71% of Americans that don't have the six months. So there's just a lot of people that are in the same boat where you are, where it's just like, I don't want this anymore. I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck, but what do I do? Where do I go? How do I start? Right. Right? And one of the things that you can do is really just <clears throat> sit with someone that knows and that can guide you and say, you know, okay, let's look at where you are. Let's see what you've got. Let's see what you have to pay off and what type of debt you have. Right. And, and let's budget. I know everybody hates that B word. But it's, it's, <laughs> it's so crucial because I remember like when I was saving up that nest egg to be like, I am taking the ticket to my own. I was like, even on my boyfriend too, I was like, are you saving 10% every check? Like you get paid every week. Are you saving 5%? Like I was constantly on it because I was holding myself also accountable. Mm -hmm. So we saved like between the both of us, like over $2,000 just like for household things. So I was like, I felt really good about saving money, putting money on the side and working with him to be like, hey, are you being accountable of your money too? Like he's really good with his 401k. Okay. And me, not so much, but I didn't learn that. I didn't know that. And it just really showed me the dynamic of like, okay, yes, men and women, but also like willingness to learn and not willingness to willingness to learn. So I was like, okay, I need to be educated. Right. And um, one of the things about the 401k is that, you know, when employers offer it, that's awesome. Um, there are different things that they can offer. They can offer a match and oh my gosh, if you get free money, take it. Go get that free money, right? <laughs> Um, but some offer, you know, 50 cents on the dollar that you invest. Some offer, you know, dollar to dollar. Some do up to 3% of your annual income. Some do up to 6% of your annual income. See, um, do you guys know this? Like, you guys <laughs> listeners, do you know this? Because this is like, everyone's working. I mean, I feel like there's not, there's some entrepreneurs out there, but everyone's working that 9 to 5, that 1 to 10. You know, they're working for someone else. Um, do you know that stuff about your 401k? And then it's also very, very important to look at what you've chosen. So 401k is just like an umbrella. It's just telling the IRS what you're doing with the money. You're saying, I'm investing it for retirement. And the IRS says, hey, we want you to invest for your own retirement, so we're going to give you some tax um, breaks, right? Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> it's, a, it's a tax deferred. But what you're doing, in essence, is saying, like, I'm putting this money away for retirement. Um, but that's not what you're invested in. So the 401k is the bigger picture, but then you still pick. So an example would kind of be saying that you're going to a dealership to get a car. Okay, but which car did you pick? Did you pick the Lamborghini that's gonna get you there fast? Or did you pick the Pinto that's gonna pet, 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 pet you slow? So when you are in your 401k and you find out everything that's being offered from your boss and get that free money, I'm gonna repeat, get that free money. <laughs> um, then it, it's about what type, of uh, investment you chose. A lot of people just pick based on their retirement age or they do the, hey, Mary, what did you pick? Okay, I'll pick that too, right? So it's very important that you sit down with somebody that's gonna look and say, okay, great, you never say no to free money, but actually based on what they offer, because they're only offering you a small subset of what's available in the market, right, through your 401k. That's true. So pick the best thing that they offer 
but then is that even enough? I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying you might need to do more. Does that make sense? Right. Depends on your situation. <laughs> exactly. So um, you might be in the situation where it, it's a, a mediocre, it's an okay investment, so you might want to have to supplement on the side, like in a personal IRA, and invest there. For, to get up at a rate of return. Remember we learned about rates of returns? Right, four, yes, yes, absolutely. So it makes a huge difference. When you do those numbers, right. depending on where you're investing your, your exactly. money. About how and what they're going to give you in return for your, your about each year. how close you're going to get to your goal. And, well, <clears throat> one thing that for retirement purposes, um, the first step is to find your financial independence number that we talked about. Right. Which is the amount of money that you'll need when you start your retirement that will provide you with the monthly income you want. I almost feel like I need to have you sit down with me and my boyfriend and be like, you're a person, this is what you need. You know, like to work <laughs> with him and like, you're a person, this is what you need. But as a couple, this is what you guys could bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? Like, I- Most definitely. Um, when I sit down with uh, married couples mm-hmm. and when I sit down with significant others, I call them, but you know, very, right. uh, what is the word? Bonded relationships. Bonded relationships, thank you. Um, it's definitely something that has to be separate entities. Not separate yeah, well, entities. It has to be um, a conversation with both, so that we all get on the same page. Because some people are savers, some people are spenders. Some people, um, you know, have a goal, and their partner just isn't on board. Like maybe they're not in that mindset yet. Mm-hmm. You know, they could be like, okay. I'm really nervous. I'm getting close to retirement. I gotta hustle and really save. And the, let's see, let's for example, the wife and then the husband's like, nah, we've got time. You know that. Right. They're not. They're not on the same page. They can actually earn uh, any traction because let's say you're paying off debt, right? And then your wife just goes and blows oh. up your visa. Right. right. <laughs> you know, you're never gonna get forward. So it just definitely has to be a um, a conversation. With both together, remember I was telling you that totally makes sense. So that you can work together towards that goal. You mentioned that you and your boyfriend had that same mentality, you guys were putting two grand away. Mm-hmm. So you were together working towards it. Unfortunately, with like a 50% divorce rate, not everybody's on that page. And actually, money is one of the, the, it's top, the number yeah. one reason for a divorce. Right. That's always in the back of my head because so, I always um, see those statistics when it comes when you, like, commercials you see on TV, like people. Um, like the number one pe- thing people argue about is money. And I'm like, I do not want to be a part of that. I do not want to. I don't want to sit there and be like, oh, I worked so hard for this. And, you know, I don't want that to happen. Well, and it money just... can, can cause stress uh, or lack thereof, money. <laughs> but it can be very stressful. Um, I know there's situations where um, you're just laying in bed looking up at the ceiling like, how am I going to get out of this debt? Mm-hmm. You know, and there's situations where you're sitting thinking, like, I have to rob Peter to pay Paul. And then there's right. situations where it's just like, you know, those are the more, uh, not struggling, but, you know, the harder situations. But there's also the other situations where it's like, how am I going to make, you know, the money that I want to make to live the life um, that I have envisioned? Right. Um, but it all goes back to, knowing basic financial concepts. And so when you sit with someone that can educate on those and then apply them to your numbers, then you kind of have that aha moment, that GPS 
directions. Like, okay, turn left here. Go forward, three miles. You know, but they will give you a way to get to where you're going. I love that. That's, I mean, the way you just explain things, I'm like, oh, I wish you were my teacher (laughs) in high school and college. I would have totally sat there and understood. We, why we do trigonometry, long division, mm-hmm. and like whoever uses that. I have my cell phone. My cell phone tells me everything I right. need to know about math, right? Do calculator. Do, do, do. But when something's so important, like how to balance your checkbook. Or how to even build a spreadsheet so that mm-hmm. when you're a business owner, you know how to do what's coming in, what's going out, and you know about your liabilities and assets. Like mm-hmm. those are things I feel. Not everybody would be a business owner. I do feel that everybody is going to earn money. Right. So regardless if you're an employee or a business owner, you should know um, how to save for your retirement, how to save for a home, what an interest rate really means. Right. Um, and just overall basic issues that, you know, families are facing and that way that you are you're empowered with that knowledge and you can know what steps to take prior to getting into the situation because what i feel is that most people are in the situation now thinking okay well what do i do how do i get out of this but i would love it if in school before we even get there we're taught the right steps and then that way we know and we move forward healthy financial relationship a healthy relationship with money versus a um you know i made all these mistakes don't get me me wrong though i mean life is a it's a great teacher. It's taught me a lot of things. I have made a lot of mistakes. And that's why I can say that. That I wish that somebody had taught me in school. <laughs> like, I wish, I wish that I had. I guess I should have been that all about the school. Like, I wish somebody had came and talked to me about it. Because, like, even with all of my degrees, and it's all in finance, it didn't mm-hmm. stop me from, you know, doing stupid things and going right. on vacations that I should have waited for. <laughs> you know. You're living in the moment. <laughs> also to um, make a sacrifice today to have what you want in the future because I think that's something that you know you have to that's really train yourself on or train yourself on work on personally like it, it's very easy to they want instant gratification I'm rambling now but no because like <laughs> no when you're talking I'm just thinking about my business and how I really started my business was on reduce reuse recycle like to get people utilizing what they already have at home instead of going mm-hmm. shopping so much. And like when I first really started the wave, it was like articles about reduce, reuse, recycle, and landfills overflowing, all those things that like we aren't taking into account. And that comes down to also finances. People will spend ridiculous amounts of money on clothes, but then it's like, did you think, like, and I have a funny story after that, oh, but oh. If, are they thinking about how hard they have to work in order to pay that off? Oh, yes, I saw your post. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. like, mm-hmm. and even working in retail, I remember Sarah, um, she is in accounting. Okay. And she would shop all the time. And I was like, do you understand that you only work three hours, but you're spending $60? And she's like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I understand, Mom. And I was like, I'm just letting you, like, you're in accounting. Like, are you, and I'm yeah. like, people like aren't said, having those even, thoughts. E- even if you're in accounting, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's logical and then there's emotional. <laughs> My logical brain knows I shouldn't be doing anything. Right. But emotionally, I mean, you, you do You want to so. feel good or you, fulfill you, something. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a very human thing to make mistakes. And mm-hmm. I guess, um, you know, earlier I mentioned that there were women in my life that, you know, impacted me. But um, 
I've also made a lot of mistakes that I don't want other people to make. And so I want to give the information. Like, hopefully I can, you know, open your Help eyes somebody, to this yeah. possibility so it doesn't happen to you. I'm not That's saying awesome. that you're going to make my mistake. But you know what I mean? Right. To kind of pump the brakes and let them think a little bit more about the choices. Mm-hmm. Which is really cool. I like that. I like Thank that a lot. Um, you did mention that you had um, started recycle reuse say the thing again reduce reuse reduce, recycle reuse and recycle and i think that it's really you know important because we are a consumer driven economy and, and we always want that new thing or that other thing um but you had said something to me about you know when you know what you have you can make cute outfits you can do nice things you can look presentable you can look professional um but you don't have to waste the money buying something that you already own that you don't even remember because it's piled underneath 18 other things that you right. own and it's just um, excessive items. Do you, do you find that when you go into homes and you look at the closet, you find a lot of that or is... Yes. I find um, lots of things on the floor, <laughs> lots of things. And as I'm going there, I'm like, oh, do you want this? Do you want this? Oh, I don't need that. Or this is my kids. And I'm like what you know and i and i want to just be like okay how about you tell me what it is you're looking for in your style right now where you're going so then i can just you you go and i can just organize this all for you and and make it look like what it needs to look like so then when you see it you're like oh i didn't know i had this and oh i can wear this but then take it next step further and be like now that i know your style and what you're trying to go for now you have this color and what would you wear with this and do you know do you know your closet do you know what you have so that you can use it and you can reuse it in a different way within your closet like you might wear a purple shirt Mm -hmm. with navy pants but what shoes are you gonna wear you know and you might have those things in your closet and you're like (laughs) i don't know what to wear and i'm like you might have some pattern shoes that really go well and you only bought them for one occasion but you don't know to wear and Oh, wear it with that outfit okay. or or put those floral outfit with um a color in the shoes and match your top to the shoes like find that color that's not distinctive in that pattern to showcase and reuse your closet against those shoes that are so comfortable and so cute so i find people aren't doing that they're just like i put my clothes together so this is what i'm wearing <laughs> and i'm like that's great but you wore that last tuesday so can guys, you wear it? Guys, don't ever let her see me in public like two <laughs> weeks in a row. <laughs> but I feel like I just felt like people put so much emotion and time into shopping and spend so much money. Why not get more use of out of your closet and making it look new every time? So people are like, oh my gosh, I remember I bought these pair of jeans when I first started Banana Public 2012. I wore them like last year. And someone was like, are those new jeans? Because I was like, no, <laughs> but thanks, because they're like six years old and they still look new. But it's just how also you take care of your clothes, too. That's a big thing, because I, I was going to ask you um, if you are losing one article from multiple sorry. different, sorry, <laughs> from multiple different um, outfits, then you probably wear and tear more on those articles. Right. So, have you done like an analysis of how much you're saving your clients? Do you know like the dollar? I have not, not, and I need to do that. I think that would be interesting. It'd be good to put statistics around it because 
I know that when I first started, it was just off of like fuel and passion and just seeing people shop all the time and the questions they would ask and be like, oh yeah, just wear that with that. And if you have this at home, wear it with that. They're like, wait, can you come in my closet? And I was like, uh, sure. <laughs> you know, so it just really, it just, yeah, I'm, I need to do the numbers behind that because by how much you could really be saving, mm-hmm. but it's also getting the people out of, and it's not out of the stores, but being more aware of what it is you should be buying. Like, a lot of people will go. I know I had one customer that had, like, four different linen pants, two of the same of each, but they were, their two were white. One wasn't so, like, wide leg, but it was the same material. And she's like, I just bought that last week, but I forgot I had those. And I was like... Which is what I brought up the other day. Yeah. So I was like, okay, and then I see the tag on it, and I see you spent $30, and I'm like, and you're retired. So I was like, what's (laughs) going on? Yeah. So I was like... One thing does not fit you. (laughs) and that's not the pants you tried them on recently so they both work but yeah so that's what I'm kind of running into when I'm just all these ideas come so I'm just trying to stick with what is a job and what is business so I'm like I'm going to focus on the business sector but having those facts I mean maybe someone's already done the research so I can be like oh statistics show you know because everyone's loving that tidying up oh yeah that's a big yeah. Give thanks to this and let it go. Right. Right. Well, I'm hoping though that you find that um, you know it would save a lot of money. Right now, um, the average American has over five grand in credit card debt, and that could be a lot yeah. of things like gas and food. But it you know might it's be clothes. <laughs> it could be clothes or trips or something. Yeah. But uh, but I mean if they could help uh, reduce that and the extra money that they're not spending there, paying off that credit card or average. Uh, American has twenty thousand dollars worth of student loan debt. Throw it instead of buying the same pair of pants. You know, throw some extra money towards that student right. loan. Right. And paying you know, attention just, to the the tags and how they tell you to wash it. Yes. Like before you buy it, like look inside that say dry clean only. Are you a dry clean only person? No. Don't buy it. <laughs> like and then be like, oh, I'm gonna try it at home to yeah, to wash it. it. Don't you do just. It. Swallowed fifty dollars, seventy dollars. I've tried it, guys. Remember we said Stephanie makes mistakes. That, that was one. I'm like, ah, they're just saying that. Yeah, that I washed it. It was red. <laughs> but I, I, I'm guilty of that. I have my um, you know, dry clean only pile, and sometimes, guys, it just sits there for a long time, a long time, because that's just I just don't get to the dry clean. So it just sits there. And then I'll wear it again, and they're like, oh, is that new? And I'm like, no, no, it's just been six months since right. I went to the dry cleaner, because I, I, I'm just bad at that. Do you ever get so. those moments when, like, your dry clean pile, you're like, oh, I'm going to wear that, and you're like, oh, man, it's dry clean only. Mm-hmm. But you could have found, like... Something similar. Yeah, it's like yes. a polyester, like, and polyester lasts a long time. I mean, they're higher grades of polyester where you can get a better result, and it looks just like silk, and it can save you some money that way, too. That's a good tip. Yeah. I mean, silk is really Side nice. Side note, you're coming shopping with me if I ever go in the future. Please. But. <laughs> I love it, you First guys. First, you got to fix my closet, right? <laughs> I would love to do that, too. But, yeah, that was that's a really good um, suggestion for the credit cards because with that high of a statistics, with that being that debt, I really feel like it's credit cards because... I mean, I was a top credit card person at Van Republic, like getting people to open. But oh, I was. I know you worked at a store, but guys, don't get mm-hmm. store credit cards. Those twenty four percent are are killing you. And I'd be, I was honest with people. I was never like, yeah, you should open it. It's, it's no, 
no APR. They're like, what's APR? It was like 25.9 to 6. You know what I'm saying? Like, I already knew it. You're going to look at the pamphlet. I'm going to tell you. And, you know, if you are the person that was like, oh, great, I'm going to get these savings today, I just tell you, if you want, you pay the bill and you just let it close. Because I know it closes after a year. But, like, that's – I'm not the advisor on that. Well, the thing is that people don't. They use cards they have. It's very hard. Um, there's – Someone that I admire greatly, and his name is Dave Ramsey, and he says, cut up your credit cards, you know, just chop them all up so that you don't feel like you could ever be tempted, Yeah. because we are instant gratification people, you know, um, and it, it's hard to get out of that, you know, when you're like, oh, it's so cute, and it's going to be such a, you know. Like you already envision yeah. it in your closet, yeah. but you then probably have a, a sister like it at home. <laughs> Um, but also, cards that close can ruin your credit. I realized that when I was <laughs> buying my house. I had a Banana Republic credit card. It was paid off, and it was just sitting there. And they said, to, if anything was just sitting there, just to close it. And I was like, oh, because I was young and dumb listening to someone else. And so I closed it. I mean, it didn't hurt me awfully, but I just realized that you just keep that line of credit open because it helps you. So, mistakes. Live and learn. <laughs> yes. Um, guys, I'm going to try something new. It's called, what is that, Georgia Effinen? Um, Fruit and Nut. Yep, Georgia Fruit and Nut. It's inspired by Alan Stone. If you guys don't know him, he's like a soulful singer, and you need to... It's delicious. <laughs> I was playing his song, Georgia, and I was mixing it, and I was, like, recording it, and I'm like, you know, my latex love is on, and I'm mixing all the different ingredients, and I'm taking videos, and the songs in the background, I was like, this is going to be a Georgia mix. So this is apple, orange. Yep. What is this? That is a peanut. Ah, peanut. <laughs> <laughs> and what's this final one? Sunflower seed. And no, this one? That's a sunflower seed? Mm, that may be part of an apple. Oh. Delicious, guys. <laughs> Order online. Yes. Fangmonerfarms.com. So I wanted to kind of close out the podcast with letting you guys know and letting Stephanie explain how to begin this financial empowerment for yourself. Well, the first thing you would need to do is find out where you are. Like, have that glass of, I'm a wine person, okay? <laughs> have the glass of wine. <laughs> and just, like, sit down and realistically look at where you are. Not where you'd like to be, but, you know, where you are. It's a very hard uh, process for some people. Some people are very, you know, happily surprised. But in order to get where you want to go, first you have to start where you are. I like to use the GPS analogy. It just makes me happy. I don't know why. I'm not really fond of driving, so I don't know why it makes me happy, <laughs> but it does. But let's say that someone was lost on their way to your house, right? Okay. And they called you up and they said, hey, I'm lost. I need to get to your house. What is the first question you're going to ask them? Where are you at? Exactly. You have to know where you are right now so that you can go forward. And then once I tell you where I am, you're going to say, okay, now go three lights 
then take a left, then go two lights, and then you take a right, and then you'll find my house, right? Or whatever the case right. may be. So that's the same process like when you're working with your finances. The first place is to see where you are. Then you kind of want to know where you want to go, right? We have that conversation. You're like, I want to yes. be a millionaire. Great. How many millions is that? Right? Really think about where you want to go. And sometimes it may be that you have to make adjustments, right? Some people are not business owners and they have their fixed income and then, you know, fixed uh, amount. Maybe they need to do a side hustle. Maybe they need to do um, a lot of different things, but, you know, figure out where they're going. Then work with someone that's going to give them the financial education and the blueprint to get from where they are to where they're going. Gotcha. Right? Um, in generalities, it's really important that, especially if you have family that you're properly protected, so you have life insurance to cover you, um, have an emergency fund three to six months, know your financial independence number, how much money you need to get, because just saying, hey, I'm investing in my 401k doesn't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you can invest in your 401k. And I don't know if you remember the example I used, but you get the umbrella. retirement. Yeah. At, no, you get to the um, retirement and maybe you have $200,000. That's not enough to live off of. Right. Yes, I remember so, that. Okay. So you want to know, you know, uh, your financial independence number. But I guess it starts with the conversation. Being open. I had a great friend tell me. Stephanie, I'd rather talk about sex than money. A lot of people feel that way, mm-hmm. right? Um, but we should talk about it, you know, because if you talk about it, then you get more educated, you can learn more things, and then you make better decisions. Right. You know, there is a lot of that um, taboo around it. Like, don't tell people what you make. Right, like don't you have know? them in your business, right. and it like, shouldn't be a conversation, but it really but should, it should be. I have a lot of, like, um, friends on Facebook that I see random things about um, – Hustle in silence. Don't people tell? Don't tell people. Uh, don't tell people your goals. Don't. No. No. Right. Be open because when you're open, then you. I don't know if you're a big law of attraction girl, but then you're bringing it to yourself. Yes. You're bringing more people. If you think, oh, I can't talk about it. I can't tell anybody. How are you really going to bring into your life and into your environment right. somebody that can help you? Exactly. No, I'm. I'm totally on your page. And once we got this podcast, I have something to bring up to you. Okay. But um, <laughs> yes, like. So when I've seen those those like memes or whatever, when they say like, you know, hustle and silence, okay, to a degree, oh, like yes. how I think is like, okay, I'm not going to like, if I'm going somewhere, I'm a social media, that's how I really operate as my platform. Um, I'm not going to post every waking moment of like, oh, I just met with this person, I met with this person, but there's a certain way to, I'm hustling on my podcast. Right. You know, and that's how I'm helping and giving back and empowering. Um, <clears throat> but what you're saying is completely right. Like, you should be telling people what it is you're doing. You should be speaking it into existence. You should be trying to personally develop yourself and educating yourself on topics that maybe when you were a kid, like, finance for me wasn't discussed at home. So when I went to school, I was getting um, loans and grants, but, like, those loans are... They're, that's what's eating at me. Mm-hmm. Like, not even necessarily, like, my house payment because that was my own choice. I knew what I was getting into with the APR and everything like that, and it was a healthy APR. But with my student loans, like, I am thankful I got an education. But could I have done it way smarter? Yes. If I was educated and I didn't have that, and now I'm playing catch-up, and that's okay. 
because my goal then wasn't multimillionaire. <laughs> now it is. So, you guys, if you want to begin, I will share Stephanie's information in the details of this podcast description. And if you're following me on social media, you can also find her on Facebook that she's linked to me there as well. It'd be a pleasure to speak with you guys. Any questions you have, I'd be more than happy to answer. Awesome. Well, you guys, until the next episode, I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Find Your Style Project Liz podcast. I am your host, Elizabeth Richardson, coming to you here in Toledo, Ohio. Excited to bring you another podcast. I've really been marinating and really reflecting on the past podcast that I've had just to, you know, always improve myself, but also reflect on the message that I'm sending to other people. And so let me just say, I'm going to be living purposefully and matching up people is not my thing for right now. Um, I don't want to have that responsibility. That's too much, um, stress on me and my mindset. So currently that is not a thing on my plate. So let's jump into my day today though. My day today was so good. Um, I started off this morning having tea with Erica White. She's an amazing person. I love her story, where she's, where she came from, what she's doing in the community. And I'm excited to work with her have more conversations with her and bring her on the podcast here, you guys. So you guys can also experience the joy that she has for her passions. And so with that being said, that like led me into a really great morning and working on the farm afterwards. And then I wanted to get home because, you know, right now you guys, I'm really manifesting within myself and making sure when I bring this module to you guys, I'm bringing something valued, valuable, something also that's not tangible. So something that's intangible is myself. Um, but I really want to help people on an individual basis to really skyrocket. And... That's what it will reflect in the price, you guys. But at the same token, I am just so excited to see a change occur within every individual that signs up for these modules with me. And so moving forward into that, so I, I was manifesting and I was working on the farm and just really appreciating and being grateful and and just, you know, continuing curating what is coming into my zone in my area, you know, and it's beautiful and I love it. And I'm excited for everything that I'm putting forth with the blessing of God. And I can't say that heavily enough because 
you guys already know I was in a dark place like a month and a half ago. I was struggling. Um, I'm not, it's not like I'm dropped, um, dropped and, and, and made so much money now. No, no, that's not it. But I have wealth within my mind. What it is, I know what's, what can happen, what is possible by taking risk. And risk can, can, it can be so scary. You can live in fear, you guys. And that's what also it takes. And, and some people are there. Some people aren't there. Some people are past it and they are, they are just doing it. And it's not easy. You guys, it's not easy whatsoever, but it's worth doing. Um, so left the farm around two o'clock, wanted to go home, work out before I had to get my daughter, but I had some other business things to take care of. When I got home, it wasn't that time, um, that allowed for me to work out. And so I tried to get done the errand I needed to get done for the business and that didn't pan out. So, you know, my mindset didn't get all crappy, you know, it almost did when I went to the post office and I had to, you know, check myself because I put myself in that predicament to be running, you know, so, so close on time when I had to go pick up Isabella. So anyways, um, just adjusting your mindset is super important and, and it doesn't happen overnight. It's not going to happen that way. But as long as you keep working on yourself, there's, there's steps, there's processes. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm going to tell you what your purpose is, but I'm going to help you, um, be able to slow down a little bit. Especially, you guys know, I'm full of ideas, so they can just come at a blink of an eye. I can have a small conversation about a dog, and I'm sitting there thinking about pet-friendly adventure things that could be beneficial to serve customers, you know? Like, figuring out where that problem and that solution need to align in order for something to to be, be wealth and oriented in a way that it's low cost. That's just how my mind works. But anyways, so got Bella from school and then, you know, come home, you know, get her fed, get her situated to go do some errands. I want to take her shopping, all this stuff, but I really needed to work out. And that was just weighing heavily on me. It's been a thing for me that like, I, I want to have that time for myself to work out and really focus on my muscles, my form and, you know, the, the, um, explosion of, of each rep and set. So I didn't get to work out until, well, I'm not going to skip before to that. So when I got home, it was like eight o'clock. Um, I wanted to have cuddle time with my daughter, but that will occur, um, when I decide to go to bed, so I'm making a podcast right now, but basically these things are all running through my head. Like I need to work out. I need to eat. I need, I need, I need. And then I also have to give, you know, and there's only, only, you know, a certain mindset. You have to really change your mindset when it comes to prioritizing what is most important to you. Because you have to put yourself first. So, 
I was like feeling uncomfortable when I got home. I was like, I'm not about to work out. Like, I was chested. I don't even feel like doing it. And then, son, like, knocked me upside the head. Like, oh, girl, no, you have goals. You have things you want to do. Like, your workout, it literally, when you lift, is like maybe a half an hour to 45 minutes. Like, it's worth doing it. You've came this far. Like, you got to go. That mindset, that self talk, you guys. So, wasn't feeling it. So I was like, man, I'm just uncomfortable. Like, I'm feeling like my bra is like not comfortable. I mean, I realized, like, oh yeah, I got this like everyday t shirt bra on. Like, I don't want to work out in this because I want to like maybe wear it tomorrow. I want to have a meeting. And so I was like, oh man, I got to change into a different bra. And it was literally like weighing down to me. And a lot of my mindset lately, guys, has been like, I am thankful that I can work out today. I am blessed with the ability to walk, to lift these heavy weights. This is a gift. This is a pleasure. And this is a necessity that I need to know that my body and my mind are aligned and that also what I'm doing is paying off towards the vision I have for myself, the vision in my head that I want my body to look like naturally. There's a lot of fucking hard work that has to go into that. And therefore, I didn't miss the gym. And it's all because I changed my bra. (laughs) So that leads me into, um, so I do a lot of social media marketing and, um, You know, I interact with people a lot on there and I add a lot of people I feel like I could have vibes with or like are in, um, a certain networking group that I want to be a part of, you know, and getting to know who these people are. I'm, I'm all about those experiences and maybe I'm just some freaking hippie from the Toledo Holland area, or I just have some fucking common sense. I think it's a mix of both. But I'm about building relationships, you guys. I've said this to you many times. So I'll be in people's DMs, you know, thanking them for being my friend and being on my list and that I value them. And this is what I'm doing. And, you know, if they are local, let's grab a cup of coffee. And so I got a response from someone, um, as I usually do. And I was very friendly. They um, said basically, you know, how can we support one another? And... Um, I was basically like, you know, I am so, um, excited to see how we can support each other. What is it that you do? And then this lady was like, oh, my name is thus and such. Google me. And I was like, okay, she's on something else. Okay. That's great. Um, and I just had, you know, I had to put my big girl pants on. I had to be the woman that I've developed myself into being and with God's help to back down off the phone. You know, this is a social media conversation. This lady has no running over my life. Okay. So after she said that, I'm like, okay, great. You had that great last name. A lot of things are common last names, you know, um, that are popular and branded. So I looked her up. Awesome. And this is, so you're a president of a company acting this way. Wow. I don't want to be like that person ever. 
And that's a lesson I got from that conversation that people are so unhappy with themselves that they will try and make themselves feel better by trying to make someone else feel small. That's not cool. It's an even playing field, sweetheart. It doesn't matter if you work at McDonald's or if you're a president of a company. You have a job to do. And that doesn't mean that nine to five job, but to each their own. That's something I stepped out of. But we all have a purpose out here. And it's multiple purposes, you know? It's to be that smiling face when people come into the place of work or to give a compliment when you see something that you are attracted to. It could be simply sending a card to someone. It could be giving a stranger a high five. It could be asking a child, um, what is your the best thing that happened to you today? You know, and just engaging with other people. So, um, with that being said, I just, I just, I want people to expand. I want them to think outside of themselves and, and see what impact they can really make. It's so beautiful knowing that it can be like you can become whatever thing you're envisioning for yourself. It's not, it's not a no, it's a how. And so you guys, I wanted to just share that story with you. Cause that's how my day went. And you know, I, I, I did almost go to that place with that lady. Like, and I did, I acted professionally as a woman because I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. You need to know who you are. And that starts with healing. So people, when they act that way towards you, they give you those vibes. You know, it sounds so cliche to take it with a grain of salt, but you almost have to. You can't let that person play elephant in your life. You know, let that one incident, you know, stomp on you like a peanut. No, you have to, you know, rise above it. You work really hard. You know who you are. You know who you are, and that is what counts. So, you guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. That's all I have to share with you right now. I hope you get out there and you really give back where you you need to. And I really hope you guys will start healing yourself. And if you don't know what that means, you guys, DM me. I don't have all the answers, and I'm definitely not going to say ever that I do because I'm still learning and progressing in, in my purposes. So you guys progress in your purpose. I will come to you the next time I feel as though I'm compelled, but I really had to get this off my chest and I'm about to post it so that you guys can have the raw uncut BS. I don't, I don't, do that type of stuff. I don't fake make it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm making it. And so you guys, that's all I have to tell you until the next episode. Love ya.